0: welcome back fancies we are wrapping up banshee episode five a little late to grow a pair yes that's you brock stay tuned you're tuning into the destination for tv superfan discussion after buzz tv and now let the buzz begin Welcome back, fan and after buzzers. My name is Oriana, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Oriana Leo and on Instagram at Oriana Leo. I remembered. Yeah, I'm your host this evening, and my co-host is Isaac Johnson. Say hello to the people.
1: Hello, people. You can follow <laughs> me on Twitter at Isaac Johnson or Instagram the Isaac Johnson. Wow well
0: yeah. the Isaac Johnson is sitting next to me
1: well the Isaac Johnson had to use that Instagram name because someone already took Isaac Johnson so, sadly
0: now fancies and after buzzers we've got hoon Lee calling in very shortly yeah. so we will be interviewing him until then f- overall thoughts feelings about this episode
1: um I love 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 this show I'm um, just uh, in- increasingly just like why does this have to end but Um, I love the uh, moment with Kurt and Watts there. That was really, really cool. Um, Obviously, we're going to get really deep into like Job's story, but man, that moment between him and Hood was, oh, one for the ages for Mm me. Um, And also, uh, I thought the growing a pair was possibly Brock, (laughs) but also Kurt, because he certainly grew a pair. Yep. and obviously if you're watching this hopefully you've seen the episode spoilers watts is gone
0: yeah Boom. so cal for calvin it's not too late to grow a pair right he grew a pair. the mm-hmm. only person that i think is too late to grow a pair is brock because now he's having this this freaking what do you call it press conference that he's yeah. never had okay sure so i'm like four girls are dead i think that you brock are the
1: Oh, I, I, it, it could be a, a dual, uh, dual thing. There well, it was said Yeah, it was
0: said to Calvin, but ultimately, it was said to Calvin he but did I, have it?
1: Yeah, for both of them. What did you like for overall? Like in the episode, would you like?
0: Um, I was really, really upset by the country murder with the t- with the tree.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was brutal. that was
0: brutal. That mm-hmm. was really upsetting. I skipped over it the second time I watched it because I just couldn't handle it. Uh,
1: yeah, well, um, it a banshee.
0: But overall, I just feel like the plots moving forward. We're learning more and more. We're oh, getting yeah. closer. And um, I'm really suspicious of Deputy Cruz. So it looks like we've got Mr. Hoon Lee on the line. Hoon, are you there?
2: Hey, how
0: are you? Hi, great. Welcome back to After Buzz.
2: Thanks very much. Thanks I,
1: for calling. What as an episode. I texted episode. to Oriana earlier today when she said you were calling you, and I said, Hoon Ray.
0: So yeah. funny. <laughs> That's a new one. I actually
2: have never heard that Hunray. I,
0: I made it up myself. <laughs> Real talent here on After Buzz. For you. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: Thank you so much.
0: So this episode, Hoon. I mean, we keep getting more and more insight into the torture of Job, and this specific yeah, hanging yeah. scene is so intense. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us what it was like for you as a person filming, and also sort of the inhabitants of Job during that time?
2: Sure. Um, I, I mean, in terms of filming the actual torture scenes. Um you know, everyone on set is incredibly mindful um, trying to keep you uh, safe <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> trying to keep you yeah. in a in a healthy place because as you can because as you can imagine um it's not the sort of thing where there's a huge amount of actual danger, okay. but the mental state that you try to put yourself in can sort of lead to a a uh, Sort of heightened <laughs> Sort of a, a heightened like a sort of hysteria. I think so you kind of let it get to you. Yeah yeah. Um, so the uh, the The entire crew I mean really the entire crew I think really went out of their way to just make sure that I knew That they were being as cautious as could be that they were taking extra precautions where need be the stunt team um, You know that always has my back They They were you know very much um, like full alert all the time, and and as I said, a lot of these things are not they're not really dangerous things. It's just that if something were to go wrong, um, for whatever reason, Then you know you're in kind of a vulnerable position.
0: But that was so you hanging.
2: Kind
1: of, yeah, right. Did you do all yeah, that whole yeah.
0: hanging stunt yourself?
1: That's my question. Cause yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It looked like when you kick when he kicks the thing out, which was a nice moment, or like he's sort of giving up at that point. It seems like it looked like you were really hanging there how did they do that without you actually hanging? <laughs> we, we did a lot of testing you know mm-hmm. um
2: it's a, it's the sort of thing where you kind of you kind of just have to try it and the stunt guys um they did as much testing on their own as possible before they needed you know needed to try it out on me the, mm-hmm. the harnessing has to be pretty specific because um you you don't want any slack in there <laughs> just because your own yeah. your own body weight's going to create tension points yeah and things that's like that so they they just try to get it as snug as possible so them the weight is as evenly distributed as possible um, yeah and in that particular moment there is um you know that's an interesting place to be because you're you know Joe is at a place where he's he's actually taking a, a very big gamble mm-hmm. you know? he he asks um, he asks Hightower why haven't you killed me yet right. and and he's he's at this place where he has nothing to lose. And so he's betting that he needs him alive for some reason
3: mm. at this sure. point. Yeah.
2: And um and if and if he doesn't if he's wrong on that, he's okay being wrong. And that's
0: sort of the <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. I liked I like that it was kind of yeah. the ultimate F you to Hightower of, that you had lasted You're right, right. had lasted twenty eight hours. It was a record and yet this is gonna be the moment that he kicks it, you know, in his face.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, um, you know, there, it, it becomes this sort of um, question to think about for, for the character and the actor, um, which is, if you're in a situation where you really, you don't know why you're being kept, you don't know what's, you know, that, that's, I think, probably the thing I tried to locus in on as the most maddening aspect, is you, you just don't know why for mm-hmm. anything.
0: And the only um, answer he gives a, you is that he's a, he's a sicko and he enjoys it.
2: Right, right, yeah, and it's, you know, which is a, a terrible answer, but also, um, you know, that, that's the sort of thing where, um, you know, I imagine personally, and from what reading I've done on it, you know, that, that sort of thing is, is the thing that starts to bend your mind, you know, right. just having no, an- having no answers, um, especially for a character that uh, always tries to have the answer um, and yeah. has equipped himself to have the answer. Uh, at his fingertips
1: all the time Yeah, um, i just want to say that you're doing like an amazing job of still like this is i mean we we know Job. he's he's quippy he's sassy we have a lot of fun stuff mm-hmm. and you're still him but a very broken version of him it's really amazing to see uh, can you talk about like how you're doing that i suppose
2: uh, you know, I don't think that, I mean, I think that all, everyone in the show, the writers, um, all of the actors and the cast, and then, you know, down to wardrobe and, and hair and makeup, everybody, it's, you know, we work hard to uh, sort of give the characters as much context as we can, partially because we know we don't, we're not going to, we're often not going to have a lot of time to, you um, explain those things mm, you know sure. like um there's gonna there's an explosion that needs tending to for <laughs> <laughs> things right. like that um, and so we try to do a lot of homework on our own and mm. i think that um trying to be conscientious about that as a group effort means that uh hopefully the characters have you that you have a sort of dimension to them in your mind that you you have a sense of what they are like in different situations what they're like in different contexts Mm -hmm. and um and so i don't feel like um you know we we knew going into the season that job was going to be in a very very different context than he'd ever been in before Mm -hmm. but we also felt confident that we had laid groundwork to to um, show a different dimension of the same person um as opposed to you know scrapping everything and kind of showing a radically different character that people right. have to become reacquainted with
0: and that's why it works so well that's why we feel so much for job <laughs> and let's well, talk i mean i
2: think i mean oh go ahead really the model for that is, i'm sorry really the model for that is is um, ant's characters it's you know lucas because when you see lucas he is um he's an unknown quantity he's a variable right. and you only learn things about him sort of in reverse order, you know, mm-hmm, you, as mm-hmm. he's going forward as a sheriff, you learn more about his past at the same time. Sure. And, um, and I know that Ant, you know, was very, very diligent uh, about trying to put all of those pieces together in real time, which is not an easy thing to do, mm-hmm. um, in order to try to create a sense of continuity, um, almost in retrospect, you know, like you'd have to be able to he He didn't often didn't necessarily know what was coming in a subsequent season. Um, but trying to sort of set up the foundation that would support any any number of different moves mm-hmm. that might be coming um, coming our way.
0: Thanks for the easy segue, Hoon, because I love to talk about um, <laughs> the moment. the romance, the the moment. But first before <laughs> yeah. then, I would like to just mention that, um, Carrie giving Job a list of chores is such a mama, <laughs> like amazing thing to do. No free yeah. lunches and yeah. knowing that it'll get him out of his head if he has some like manual labor to do.
1: Yeah.
0: And he, and right, Job's right. doing the manual labor.
1: Except for windows.
0: Except for windows, not windows. Um, when Hood shows up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I think that for one thing, you know, uh, I've talked about the relationship with, um. Carrie slash Anna with with Ivana quite a bit and um one of the things that that is kind of true I think about these characters um is that they have a very specific way of interacting and just as um Lucas and Job have a very special relationship mm-hmm. um Carrie and Job also have a special relationship it just happens to be a prickly one right um, right and uh, you know the way I always thought of it was that Job doesn't have a lot of people in his life um and so the people that he's close to it almost doesn't matter whether he likes them or not <laughs> okay. it's, it's that it's, it's yeah. there's, a, there's a recognition that they are of a kind
3: yeah that, totally.
2: you know that there is there's these people that he'll you know go to go to battle with um and for and then there's everybody else
3: mm-hmm. right
2: you know and and it's a very small a small
0: club. tribe um, yeah <laughs>
2: And so there's a, there's a sense to me that, um, what Ivana, what I thought she was great about that was that, you know, that I think that giving the chores to Joe was a little bit like, um, giving him something to, to be upset about with her, you know, which mm, is, which is a right. part of their dynamic. Right. You know? it's, in some ways it's like getting him angry at her is part of being
1: normal. Right. Um, it's part of his routine. Him.
0: Part of bringing him back. Yes. Yeah. So we see right, we you know. see this Maya culpa. I didn't think... I mean, I guess we were waiting for it, of Lucas Hood really apologizing, coming to see Job yeah. after Sugar is like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I thought that was really... Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that we were going to get those words out of his mouth. Me I'm Me neither. Sorry. Um, also, right, to, right. to feel the... You know, that you're sort of relating to him in a way that he was in, I guess, prison for 15, 15. years. I forgot that it was that long, mm-hmm. but... Um, That you know, you're like, he it almost seemed like you were saying, like, you could blame me for that, that is exactly
0: what he was saying, but I'm not,
1: yeah, but I'm not blaming you for giving up on looking for me. Is that pretty much where he's at?
2: Well, I always thought about this, um, you know, that was a scene that um, everybody, you know, came together on and, and really tried to work through, um, because we we knew that there was a lot of potential in that scene because a lot. A lot could be said and a lot could be left unsaid and those things would sort of frame where we were and also start to set up where we were going to go Mm -hmm. Um, and so for example if some sort of conversation doesn't happen between these two this becomes sort of an albatross um, for everybody for the rest of the season Um, which is a way to go but it, it means that you're you're kind of making that choice
3: sure
0: now there's um, a there's a pause there in the, your performance specifically and it, you're holding a rag and for a second i think you're going to lose it and you're going to like completely like punch lucas in the face <laughs> there's this moment right. there's a pregnant pause for you right, can, right. are you comfortable sharing with that what that was like for you as job
2: yeah i mean there's i think that what's tough is that uh, in a weird way i feel like I'm reminded of this, um, I'm reminded of Goodfellas when, um, when they go to prison. Best movie mm-hmm. ever. And, um, Ray Liotta kind of just says, like, you know, when you go away, you go away, you know, mm. and that's, that's just part of it. And I, I always had that in my mind for, um, sort of the justification for, well, why didn't, why didn't Joe bust Lucas out? Mm. Right. Um, and there's this sense of, you know, you lay low when the heat is
3: on. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and I think that there's a recognition in that's mostly I think in the sort of straightforward confession or apology that takes place or the reconciliation that takes place there's a recognition that that both of their situations were more extreme than they anticipated right um, that 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 that, that that's, these, these were these were exceptional Sorts of trials that they went through right. Um, and that sort of keeping score was essentially not not really what they were about mm-hmm. and not really what they were going to do. Yeah,
1: um, we- I thought that was a I really- think that
2: can only re- that can only really come from sort of an acknowledgement of, of you know the the relationship, the history, and sort of the um, and, and the need to honor those things
1: yeah I thought that was really nice'cause i i I have been waiting for these two characters to get together and talk and wondering like, well are you just gonna be upset at him it would be wouldn't be that surprising if you were upset at him but just really it just seemed like a like a forgiveness and I specifically like the line uh I, oh gosh I'm gonna mess it up but it's something like he's like,' well, that's one way to say it and you ask him well what other way is there to say it it's almost like well, you have to say something
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> right right
2: yeah i I think the um you know it's a very uh, it's a very brave brave moment for Lucas yeah. and for Ant, because all through the whole series uh, job Brock uh, and others and and Anna every you know they've all kind of said to him in some way or another that you're trouble
3: you yeah. know? Mm-hmm.
2: that you, that you you are making trouble and for the character to not only um see it and own up to it himself yeah but to to bring it to somebody else and in fact to bring it to you know, someone who has his back but is you know arguably the most uh blatantly judgmental person <laughs> um yeah. you know that that's that is an indication of you know the sort of evolution that 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 the character is experiencing, in, in, in my opinion. I mean, I uh, yeah. would obviously be able to speak to that. That's
0: I was definitely moved by it because I know Hood, <clears throat> Lucas Hood kind of represents that person that never takes responsibility for themselves, like always leaving a mess everywhere they go, never taking responsibility. This is obviously on a huge level, but to get the apology, like I felt better.
3: Yeah, Do you know what I mean? All, like I, I felt so good. much mm-hmm. better after, great.
0: it was like, thanks for taking responsibility for like one, thing to someone's face like i mean he's been doing a lot of that this season he has he said he's sorry to carry for everything and you know all that now we see joe the symbolic shave we've we've already seen we've already seen hoods shave
1: yeah i was really glad to see it it was almost like him putting himself back together there by by removing a lot of things i guess
0: how was that for you how long did it take you to grow out all that hair and then to get to Uh, shave it all off on camera (laughs)
1: I think I, I was growing
2: it out. Off, I was it out for several months, and I haven't had hair for years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had, never had a beard. Um, Did it make you want to take so selfies
0: was, just to capture the moment?
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, what?
0: Did it make you want to take selfies just to capture it for future reference? No, no. I mean, I,
2: I thought it would be great because I was like, I'm, I'm the. There's just there's you know a sense of there was a sense of relief for me for me. Mm. Um, which I thought was an interesting color for Job to have, um, that, that, uh, you know, cause the way I, the way I seen Job's affects myself in the past was always that, you know, it's not, um, that there's a stripping away for him in order to create a bank, a blank canvas that he can paint upon. Sure. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Yes, his and shaved so this idea, canvas.
2: This idea that he that he's somehow trapped in this uh, affect that speaks very clearly to his time in prison, uh, mm-hmm. his time being imprisoned. To be able to sh- strip that away is not just a is not just stripping away that that that, um, or not just disempowering that that time, but also potentially. Um, Allowing himself the freedom to recreate himself again
0: and yeah. wiping the slate um, clean, the tabula rasa, kind of.
2: Right, 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 and I think that that's that's an interesting thing because it's uh, it's not as easy as doing that.
0: Of course, um, sure.
2: But the ritual, but the ritual itself has meaning. You know, the 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 thing itself is a step. Totally. Uh, but it was just a huge relief for me, and I think for everybody.
1: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean it's no one in
2: the crew was liking that look. No, no, hundred percent in agreement.
1: I mean, obviously, like with all the hair and the beard, is like a great way to just visually take the audience there to like that he is a different person. Let alone the performance, but it just mm-hmm. feels like we're getting him back. Hopefully. It's really like, yeah. it's really like painful to watch him like wake up from these like nightmares mm-hmm. and then try to put himself yep. together real quick. It's, I, I'm just like, and also that conversation, sorry, I'm just like all over the place, but that conversation, like I loved it so much. I mean, no, we've been talking exhaustively about it, but just there weren't, there wasn't a lot said, but there was a lot said. Yes. <laughs> That's all. That's,
0: so, uh, you know what? I, I do think it's effective already in this episode, the shaving, right? Because am I right with my timing that Deputy Cruz comes snooping around after the shave? Or is it before?
1: Oh, that was before. Oh,
0: before. Okay, well, anyways, Deputy Cruz comes around. And we get a little bit of that Job sense of humor, levity. You know, of asking her all these questions, calling her out.
1: Yeah, you he parked her a long way away from uh, the game. Yeah. Why'd you leave your car so far?
0: Mm-hmm. So that made me think that that information will get back to Carrie, probably. Isaac, thoughts?
1: I think so. Do we do we still have you, Hoon?
0: Hoon are you still there? Yeah. Yes? No? A little bit. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to carry on with our cast. Hoon, if you're still there and you want to join in, you let us know. But we're going to uh carry on with our breakdown
2: hello yes oh, there hi you are. There you are. Can you
0: <laughs> we can hear you so yeah. we're gonna carry it's on right. with the rest of our breakdown you're welcome to stay on the phone with us for another half hour and chime in as you great. see or we can let you go whatever you prefer
3: okay great
0: okay all so we're gonna, right, we're gonna all right we're gonna hang sure. on so um i would just like to toot to my own horn because mm-hmm. did i not call that hood's place was gonna burn um
1: i don't recall. Um, I recall
0: that. i recall I okay. Recall. Let's. I wish we could do a rewind right now.
1: <laughs> There's a lot later. of
0: fires in Banshee, especially this season. And I said, I think this one might yeah. burn. It's a w- old wood building.
1: Okay. Yeah, I do remember recently. I, I my specific thought was just that, like Kai is going to find out and not be happy, which he was not happy.
0: Well, I love in this episode we have so many themes. It's this whole season we have so many themes over and over again. Like we saw last episode, we had Job and Lucas both in their relative cells whether mm. it's their home or a prison cell. Right. And then we see again Proctor and Hood showdown again like kill me I'm going to kill you. Okay, go ahead, do it. All right, I <laughs> won't. Let's just work together.
1: Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: We've seen this before. It's familiar. I think they have a mutual respect on some level, you know. And again, I think Lucas doesn't have much to lose. And yeah, so no, he's even like... more reckless than usual. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I get that. Um, it was nice to see him uh, you know, I I could kill you right now. Right. Well, get on with it. Yeah. Then. That's that's yeah. who he's been the whole time. Like if you're gonna do it, do, do it. Do it. Oh, you're not going to, okay, great.
0: So we see that Proctor's upset about the pregnancy, obviously. Um Does he know specifically? Well, he has to know because he's the mayor, he's got all the information. Okay. And that's what made Hood a prime suspect with the blood in the car. So We find out that Rebecca was skimming cash from the strip club. And this is a little information from four months ago that we know. Right. The relationship between Kai and Rebecca was definitely strained.
1: Yeah, for sure. It was interesting that she's... uh, You know, when she's there in the vault and they start talking, he's like, just because you skim money doesn't make it yours. And she's like, I earned every penny of it. And I'm like, why does she feel so entitled to... I don't know to what what she's taken that isn't hers I mean I guess like I mean her uncle's a criminal so that's kind of a thing but like,
0: what do you think
1: yeah
2: well you know I, I I mean the thing that's interesting you know when you talk about the both of them standing in front of hoods uh, burning house um, you know Rebecca's death is is not just the death of this Character, um, which we were all very, very sad about, right? Yeah. Um, but happy when we found out she was going to be, um, you know, on the season, the season <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, in, as part of the story. But uh, yeah, when we found out, we were like, "What?"
3: Yeah, <laughs>
2: but, uh, but you know, she also is some in in this particular case in this particular season because she mostly appears in flashback in this way. She only appears in flashback in this way. Um, mm. You know, she's she's also a proxy for these other things, right? She's um she's she's becomes a sort of symbol and icon for both Kai and for Lucas um, in particular and so weirdly she becomes the sort of the thing that bridges them you
3: know right. sort of right.
2: bonds them like she's his chance at redemption um, and unwittingly to himself he didn't even notice she was actually her she became sort of his best chance at family weirdly mm. yeah um, yeah totally through, by having a child and so in many ways, she's the same thing for Kai. Yeah, um, sort of a chance at redemption, sort of a, uh, a, a closest thing he has to family. Right. Um, and so I feel like uh, they found a way to sort of use this event to sort of illustrate the the, the tie that still connects them. Um,
0: and speaking that, of that,
2: still connects them through. these things
0: of Rebecca we see that her family and the town's people are not going to give up so easily about Rebecca's body and they uh, right right they come and they demand from proctor that they yeah, get they Rebecca's
1: do something body,
0: which is really cute immediately i mean <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, I like him throwing back in their face, like you shouldn't
0: have uh, shunned, shunned her. Shunned her, yeah. Like Basically, ha- you
1: guys kicked her out. I yeah. took her in. I was taking care of her. What were you doing?
2: Yep. Yeah. Hypocrisy yeah, of yeah. the I whole mean, situation. I mean, she's always been this proxy for. Uh, she's always been this proxy for Kai and his relationship with the Amish. But, mm-hmm. but you know, when she talks about skimming money and you know that sort of thing, you know, again, it's like we have this these scenes of her with Lucas and Lucas telling her kind of kind of like stay away. I'm not good news. You know, right. Like, you know, kind of trying to steer her in his own way towards something better, mm. um, and Kai was in his own way doing that as well, mm. like taking her in and trying to give her a path. You know, um, cool. and so there's this—it's a very twisted sort of, sort <laughs> of il- illustrates the the absence of family, right? The absence of, yeah, exactly. of parents and the absence of families. And, and what happens in that vacuum is as the, that generation then seeks to steer the next generation. Right.
3: Um, just and don't...
2: so the, the shunning of yelling to the Amish about you shouldn't have shunned her is, is him in fact saying you shouldn't have shunned me either. You know, like, yeah, absolutely. It's the same absolutely.
3: Thing.
0: Well, and it's so hy- hypocritical and it's the thing that most people don't appreciate about re- religious, you know, Followings is it's you know here now it's important to keep the traditions and now it's important to pay respects to Rebecca, but it wasn't important before when she was alive. And now, you know, discussing that is great performance by Samantha Worthen this season, also as, as Miriam. Yeah, Bowman.
1: yeah, yeah, it's really I awesome. feel for her, <laughs> totally do. Yeah. I'm still wondering though, like, where does she get this sense of entitlement from? Like, Rebecca, I, yeah, Rebecca, like she's just you she know, that, we don't I every, yeah, I mean, well, maybe we'll have her in a couple episodes, that'd be awesome, but like. I don't know, it's just like, I earned every penny of this money, and it's like, well, just because you stole it from me doesn't make it yours. Yeah.
0: Well, there could be something going on that we don't know about, that could be <laughs> Yeah, revealed. I mean, I'll, I think they're
1: taking us somewhere. She I'm feels gonna...
0: taken for granted, I feel like. But again, what value has she brought other than creating a lot of problems? Yeah. I don't know. But then again, she was raised in one warped world, goes to another warped world, maybe she's sure. just warped. Could be. <laughs> um, could be. He
1: sticks a gun in her uncle's face, and he's definitely but that's the thing is like she does these like sort of tough acts and she's putting the gun in the Mm -hmm. bank teller's face and now in his face and he like he knows that she's not made of the kind of thing to do that at least to him
0: yeah and he calls her out on it all the time Um, now speaking of Proctor we've got this whole Watts neo-nazi thing going on
1: Right, and we had that brutal, brutal scene of the dude on the tree. What was his name? So Pony, Proct- Pony, something, Pony Boy, Pony. Something.
0: So Proctor, Pony Joe, Pony, Pony Joe. Joe. There it was. Oh, poor Pony Joe. So I
1: don't feel that bad for him. You don't? <laughs> no. Okay. <he's> Neo Nazi.
0: <laughs> okay. What's coming to him? Well, so essentially, we know that Proctor is into the cartel, right? And they've got to bring a bunch of business. He's yeah. going to Watts demanding that they increase production watts knows that he's in business with cartel which goes against his own personal value system
1: except for that he loves money
0: right money first money Money is god (laughs) the the
1: race war apparently (laughs)
0: apparently um but when they have that scene out in the woods um what did you think what did you think about that
1: Um, I love seeing Kurt's reaction to, or not Kurt, sorry, but Calvin's Mm -hmm. reaction to it. uh,
0: Great performance.
1: Yeah. um, And he's just being pushed and pushed and pushed to the brink of Mm -hmm. what he feels is okay. And, you know, it's all about the war. And, you know, basically, what does he say? Like, oh, we killed one of our own for that duchy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I think it's just interesting that Watts thinks he knows what he's doing with him. Right? Like, he thinks that he's going to break him. He doesn't believe that he has any balls to grow. That's why he says to him, it's a little, little late to grow up pair. little late to grow a pair. Little, little grow a pair. Yeah. Um, but between that and telling him that his daughter married the wrong brother,
1: ouch. Yeah. That was one of the best reveals to find out that, really, Kurt, when Kurt was the one who obviously got him into mm-hmm. it, but also that Kurt was kind of the, sh- my yeah, my the, my. the, the yeah the stronger one. <laughs> And the more, the one with more guts is. And it what sounds it says. like
0: they dated before, right? I don't know. She married the wrong brother. I Maybe mean, he's just m- saying
1: like I could have given my daughter to anyone, and it should have been the stronger of the two. I mean, he's confused, but you know, at least he's got a, he's got some gumption or whatever.
0: Yeah, I don't know. What you, do you have any, Job Hoon, Do you have any insight into this?
2: Well, I mean, the first thing is that you know, I one of my my biggest treats of the season is is watching the Bunker brothers' relationship. That's um, great, I think Tom and. Tom and Chris are just, uh, destroying it. And, um, you know, they're both, uh, they both are actors who, you know, are, are able to sort of play the, the, the simmering tension. Mm -hmm. Um, and so watching them work together, it was just so great this past season. And, um, you know, what I thought was interesting to me was, that you you're looking at, um, particularly in, particularly in Chris and Calvin, because um, you you were introduced to Bunker in the pre previous season as someone who's already moved away from the the cause, right? And who's you know you know repentant for it really, you True. know, um, and then becomes an officer of the law, and I I just think it's such an interesting trick that in in many instances you find yourself. Not not rooting for Calvin, but at least sympathizing, at least understanding and yeah. having empathy. On a um,
0: human level, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's, which he's, is really, I mean, that's a tough thing to do. I mean, there's a reason why so many movies, but they're like, we need to kill a lot of people. Let's make them Nazis. You know, exactly. no one feels Nazis. bad for them. No <laughs> one yeah. cares. Um, you know, and it's this, this thing where you see somebody who is kind of always been a follower you know yeah he, we this is what we know of him and is kind of finally coming into his own in this this terrible way you know yeah. Yeah. Um, where he's breaking free of everything you know he's breaking free of everything he's breaking free of family and he's breaking free of the brotherhood by killing Watts. he's breaking free of oh, Proctor yeah. and it's this sort of it's not a liberation it's um
0: chaos you know <laughs> absolutely <laughs> like but oh, a great scene with the ice pick did you see that coming oh,
1: uh that great yeah well i mean you you got him you know telling him watch telling him in the car it would it could have been you or him and don't think i didn't consider it yeah. so like just a nudge there pushes him around some more makes him kill his friend i guess this is why like what you're saying Hoon, is that you feel some sympathy for him because he's just being knocked around he tell, he, he's told that why I should have had my daughter uh, marry your brother instead of you. And then just, you know, kicking him, like, sort of, like, metaphorically kicking him at the party in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And then making it about money instead of their, their cause. And then ordering him to be like, just make me a drink. I was like, dude, <laughs> there's an ice picket in that yeah. bucket for sure. And don't so, turn your back on this guy. So he's did. been pushed to the brink. Yeah, I saw it coming. You saw it coming. Mm-hmm. I did not
0: see it coming. I thought it would happen, but I did not think it would happen in that way. But it, I enjoyed right, right. the quick clean <laughs> after the rest of the brutality that we've seen. I was like, thank God, just a, just a nice pick to the neck and it's over.
1: Yeah, well, we didn't have to see him saw so well, him up, I guess, which would have been more. Well, the moment, I liked,
2: the moment I liked about that in particular was um, you kind of understand later, after the ice picking, actually, you kind of understand that Calvin has, has transformed in a way. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, yep. But that, that, mm-hmm. really, that happened really at the rally. Oh,
3: oh, yeah. yeah.
2: And, oh yeah. You know when he says okay, you know, like yeah, right. down there. And they have this nice shot of him kind of walking out in slow motion, and he's a different person at that point. And this is my read on it. I mean, he's yeah. a different person, and and so the ice picking is a formality. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was sort of like well, it was going to happen either tomorrow <laughs> well or the said. day after, but he's here now. Yeah. Um, and that that's what's really kind of chilling to me about it. And uh, I thought that what was um. What was great about it was, you know, the 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 killing of Watts is very similar technically to his fantasy killing of his boss.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: And and so there's this the reality versus that fantasy. You see where that character, what that character has become in a way. Like so, the killing of the boss is this rage fueled hysteria, right? And um and the killing of Watts is just so cold. And, um, and obviously, his uh, effortless, his know.
0: the way he treats the body afterwards, we see him mm-hmm. looking yeah. like to prepare to cut this body up on oh, it, the tarp. But I mean, I understand. was like, Oh, you're naked, like, you've done this before, is kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> like, Oh, you already have a routine down,
1: as we've learned from Dexter. He didn't <laughs> have any DNA evidence on him, which is really interesting <laughs> since Eric King is in the episode, too, From, right? from a Dexter. <laughs> So Where, i, I think,
2: well, you know, maybe maybe less maybe he's done it before, but more that he doesn't have any question about what to do <laughs> that makes yeah, sense. Exactly. You know, like he's he, he's absolutely yeah. sure of himself at yeah, this point. And to me that was that was, you know, to see the contrast between that and the madman um killing his boss. Right. That that controlled killer is is So much more fearful, you know. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought for a moment because I, you know, I obviously they set us up with him with the fantasy killing of the boss. I thought, did he actually do it? For a minute there, I thought maybe they're going to show it snap back, and then it's like Banshee. (laughs) title comes up, and I'm like,
0: oh no, that happened. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'd like to talk about a couple other themes that have come up that we've seen through all the seasons, but are especially evident in this episode. And one is when Lucas visits Sugar after the burndown. And what does Sugar say to him? He says, um, I didn't think you killed that girl. You know, oh, and Lucas yeah. is like, oh, well, thanks a lot. And he says, <laughs> yeah. well, how well do you ever know a man?
1: Right, well, that's right. like whole storyline. is like, how much do we really know the guy? We don't.
0: But even between friends, yeah. between all that they've been through, you know, Sugar still is kind of looking at him sideways. Sure. Which, I think, is telling about the amount of damage that he's done. And the way that Hood, I mean, Sugar, feels about Joe. Because he says, go see him yourself. Like, grow a pair and go see yeah. him and apologize. Yeah. And we see what happens. Well, I
1: like him being the voice of reason there to be like, you still need to go talk to the guy, which obviously that happened.
0: Yeah. But the same, that that theme echoing where we see Hood doesn't have a place to live, right? He says he does. He goes back to the trailer.
1: Oh, yeah. And we
0: have this whole flashback with Siobhan and you know, that question that he asks, are we are who we are or do we change? Another theme that's gone on. Yeah. And, you mm. know, and she, of course, has people like you as if there's a difference, like who you just said, the very tiny tribe of ass kickers and everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. else. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Right.
0: So it kind of, you know, and I, it's
2: an interesting thing to have a character who in several instances, uh, Lucas has, has. You know, he talks to Brock and he says, "Brock, you know me. You know I didn't do it." And Mm -hmm. Brock answers, "I don't know you." No, I don't. Yeah. And um, you know, and the uh, you know, this is a thing where you kind of go, "Well, no one even knows his name." Right. Yeah. You know. Gary. And so, you know, there's there's this sort of sense of
3: Gary. Right. (laughs) There's a
2: sense of uh, um, you know that, in, in a way when hood comes into town at the very beginning of this it's a town that's in turmoil and under the thumb of Proctor um, it's a town kind of fighting to be good Mm. and so they kind of embrace this person that comes in and they they sort of see in him what they want to see
3: Mm -hmm. yeah
2: you know and so there's a uh, there's a sense to me that when those those themes get raised Um, How well do you ever know a man? It's also, you know, how well does that man ever know himself or how well does that woman know herself? Um, And then the, the companion theme is like, and does that change? Can that change?
1: You know, yeah. Great home, question, so which is which is really in line Bye. with like, which is really she was saying great question, but which is really in line with Kurt's story. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I believe that he has exactly. really, he has changed, really changed, and like really seeing him face off with Watts there, and like I'm gonna make it my personal mission. I also to come tried after to you. Sh-
0: tried to snipe him. Yeah,
1: and I well he we would have done it had yeah. not not showing up, yeah. and like yeah you gotta think a little harder than this. Also <laughs> like your car's got the GPS in it, and <laughs> you're in uniform, like you could at least <laughs> been in camo or something. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I, I mean do... there's
2: uh, When, when uh, Lucas and Sugar First meet each other There's an immediate Recognition on Sugar's part mm. He says you know He knows he's a con Oh
3: yeah
2: And, um, and he knows one. That he's a con He knows mm-hmm. that he's a con Because he is a con mm-hmm. You know Right And The implicit message there Is that There's something That there's something That in the DNA Somewhere Or in the DNA of the ex- That the experience Gives you Right That becomes indelible And mm. permanent Mm-hmm. Um, and so you start to see these things as questions, you know, in Kai trying to own the town that threw him out, um, you know, and, and uh, Carrie trying to figure out whether she is Carrie or Anna. Can I mean, she become yeah. Carrie? Can she yeah. leave Anna behind? And then, ironically, out of all of these people, I feel like the, the reason why I felt like I got very lucky with Joe was Joe is a very clear character. He's he's very sure of himself, yep. mm. and he doesn't you know all of his external affect is a very superficial kind of change.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, but his core is very steady. Right. He's very yep. loyal. Um, he doesn't. He know. He's very sure of himself. He, he knows what he knows. Um, he's always right in his mind. <laughs> of you course. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and so this season, the question of can a person change has a different tone for him because it's the question is actually can a person be changed?
0: Right. Right. Um, and Absolutely. can someone
2: force change? Um, all great so questions. All, these, you know,
0: <laughs> all great philosophical yeah. exercises. Hopefully, we'll find out the answers. Come only just a few episodes away. when yeah. we're gonna have to. Uh, end this interview thank you so much for oh, participating thank you. Oh, my and thank you, giving guys. us your insight yeah so great to have you again and we will be seeing right. more of you the rest of the season i'm sure in action
1: at least at least part of it okay yeah,
0: okay <laughs> thanks so All much right. thank you so All much right. have a good one thanks, okay thanks. now really quick i just want to talk about brock yeah we gotta yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, brock um... and agent dawson okay because yeah. oh, yes, we've right. got a couple storylines here with hood being in the center both of these people are asking Lucas Hood for help which I think is hilarious she
1: got immensely lucky because what was her plan going she had no that? plan
0: she's high on crack
1: yeah well okay so that's like her thing but I'm <laughs> like man she was about to eat it I mean I don't know what they were gonna do to her other than burn her but it could have been even worse to that so lucky that he's still hot on the trail here I mean we had that nice moment in the scene at the beginning of the episode with them in the car and um, and she's like "Well, you're not gonna back off from this or something like that and then like she's right in the middle of it and just walks in there brazen like she could take on all of them. But that's
0: also what he was pointing out was like, I can spot a burnout. Like she's being reckless. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, So um, that was really interesting, the body mod stuff. I know we don't have much time to talk about it, but yeah. I loved the scene. I thought it was a great way to tell the story of these these Satanists.
1: Yeah, it reminded me of like a scene from like The Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. Walking through the that Matrix. thing with all the weird stuff on people. I mean, not weird, <laughs> totally normal if you're in New York, I guess.
0: And then, of course, on the top of our show, when I was saying that it was Brock that didn't, that was a little too late for the balls, I really felt- I mean, he is so impotent. He has a moment with a victim's, you know, daughter, sister.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: that calls him to action.
1: Right. Which, I mean, I do. Uh, I'm just. Try to say the thing i have for predictions about him but i do like seeing him step up i thought man you're really poking the bear there brock mm-hmm. you might want to be careful about what you're doing but at the same time his his one motive especially when he stops kurt from from killing the nazi uh-huh. nobody would have felt bad about that mm-hmm. but like he's like i i don't have much left but i i want to save banshee and that had that's him that's him through and through Thought it was great to see and him calling out this guy and he's basically, you know, like shaking the sticks in the trees or uh-huh. whatever to get to try to get this animal to come out. Right. Um, and then you see him talking the to- the flower, land, talking to the flower shop girl which i'll save my prediction for okay. her as well
0: um so yeah I, it was nice to see uh brock get fired up finally yeah. and for all the right reasons there's four dead girls nothing like yeah come and they, on. why
1: haven't they done this sooner
0: my sister's life could have been saved if you had been doing your job i mean that has got to be the worst feeling ever yeah um for everyone involved yeah so we we I guess we're at a point. Do you feel comfortable that we can wrap it up and go into predictions? Sure. Okay, it's that time.
1: It is that time. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Oh, I'm always so sad when we get to this far of the show. I know. I'm like, I don't want to stop talking I about don't this. I don't mean, either. We'll, we'll keep talking about it. Yeah. We'll talk about it on here.
0: Do you want me to go first?
1: Um, Sure. Okay. Just don't steal my prediction. I won't.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, I still predict that Deputy Cruz, there's going to be a. a Fight between her and Carrie, especially because we didn't get yeah. to it. The boot print—I don't know what crime scene that was. Yeah, 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 I missed it yeah, yeah. the first time around. Females boot print Females, size, size ten. 10. Like, I've,
1: that's a big foot. i have honest, her. tall. She's I mean, you
0: never know. So yeah. I think that's coming. I also think Burton's going to come unhinged because he mentions that he doesn't trust Watts. He doesn't, you know. He, um, he also
1: deal with Watts anymore. I thought he was going to, by the way, kill the carve horse. up the horse in front thought of he was too. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Oh my goodness!
0: So we didn't get horse carving, but we got the the Amish cart. Uh, carved up so carved I think up
1: and then they burn their field it looks like. I think so, there's
0: like, gonna be more obviously more violence, but I think Burton yeah. will get a, a chance.
1: Yeah. What do you certainly think? um oh geez I had a thought about him but I think I just lost it. Um I just like seeing him like brush off his coat with, mm-hmm. with the Nazi just kinda like Ugh, you guys <laughs> nah. you know, that kind of thing. Yep. Um, I, maybe there could be a chance with that little talk between Cruz and and, and Joe. Maybe there could be a chance because, I mean, again, like he's still Joe and he's still very sassy with there It was just fun to watch. Maybe there could be a chance they they face off, but probably more uh... Cruz and Carrie it'd be, would be. If you never
0: know. Joe could come save Carrie's behind.
1: That'd be great. Right? That'd be great. Uh, not that she would need it because she's she's a tough chick. Yeah. But, um, I think with the flower shop girl talking to Declan there him talking about how special she is, and she's chosen, and this kind of thing, and he certainly sees himself as a deity. Ugh, gross. But um, I think that what he's telling her to do is make some sort of, like, self-sacrifice or something. Her heart? Her
0: still-beating heart?
1: Yeah, maybe, but I just feel like he's going to... There's got to be something where she's got to make some sort of public display. Oh. Some sort of, like... You know, we're not going to stop or something. I don't know. Just something like that. But the, all that, the
0: face and voice of purity speaking on behalf of the devil. Right, exactly. Like so
1: that's why I thought, like, she's going like, to, she's probably going to kill herself in some gruesome way and okay. be like, yeah, that, I don't know. Um, and, okay, so we've known for a long time that brock was supposed to die was not supposed to survive season one they kept him on because servito is an amazing actor um, and really fills the role and so i just started to think as he's really calling this guy to task or taking this guy to task i thought there's a chance he could not survive the season Mm
0: -hmm. do you think anyone will survive the season because i don't
1: that's the other thing too is like well we're not going to get a nice little like bow and then the criminals went off and they (laughs) lived happily that's not going to happen on this show that would not be the (laughs) the motto of the show so I think that, but I thought, like, man, a lot of people could be messed up, but I'm starting to feel like Brock could eat it. Because like I said, this is a little late for him to grow a pear. Mm-hmm. This is him putting himself directly in their yep. eye line, their target. And I thought, oh, man, I don't want to see that. We but, shall see. Yeah. Also, the uh, Maggie, like, oh, man, I can see, I can see uh, Calvin just doing something terrible to Because he's got to find out. Yeah. That's got to happen. And we have three episodes. Uh, yeah. Three episodes to find Only out. Only three. Only three. And so I'm like, ooh, I fear for them, the child. But that would be like one of the pure things. I hope that they survive. That's that's all I got here. Well, we else? will
0: find out next yeah. week uh, what happens. Thanks for joining us, guys. Um, yes. I you can find me on Twitter at Oriana Leo. On Instagram, I'm sorry, on Twitter at Miss Oriana Leo. I can't think today. On Instagram at OrianaLeo. Leo, please check out my new baby tilt by Oriana.com, or you can find by the same name on all social media. Isaac, tell the people where they can
1: find you. You can find me on Twitter at Isaac Johnson, Instagram, the Isaac Johnson. Also on social media at Cocktail Cinema, where we review movies and have drinks. It's a lot of fun.
0: We can't wait to catch up next time. Only three more episodes.
1: See you yeah. later, guys. Thanks, Hoon.
0: Oh, and shout out to Hoon for a great interview. Bye.
1: From executive producers Maria Manunos,
2: Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.